All right, so what's next? What's next? All right, we're talking about Arsenal next. Everyone's favorite team that loves to struggle against uh, Scottish teams recently. Yeah, I don't know how they lost to Hibs and Drew Rangers, man. And yo, I mean, he, I mean to be to be completely to be fair, fair Rangers Rangers are, are probably a Champions League team. Yeah. So if so, you're thinking you know, about it that way, that's probably a good point for Arsenal. Yeah, that that's actually a good point for Arsenal because they're not in the Champions League. They're not even said, in Europe. They're not in Europe, bro. Even see, see Arsenal fans, I can make jokes about you because I don't have a soul. I am an Everton fan. I have embraced the darkness <laughs> that you are now living in. <laughs> I am Homer Simpson sitting on the couch, tapping the cushion next to me, saying, "Join us, join us in the misery." <laughs> Yo, what do you call that? But we, we, we've got to talk about Arsenal's uh, transfers or lack of transfers, actually. I mean, um, they have made moves. I mean, there, there is a very large English centre-back elephant in the room that we'll touch on in a minute, but we have to talk about the two moves that were... Well, one that's already done, one who's already made his Arsenal preseason debut, and one who's reportedly close to being done. The first one is Nuno Tavares, who they signed from Benfica for, I believe it was around £8 million. Didn't the man score against the Rangers as well? He scored, yeah, he, he scored on his yeah. debut, I think. It was a very good goal, to be fair. But I mean, we've talked about this in the previous podcast. I think maybe you did it. There is such a dichotomy. There is such a dichotomy about him. But we're going to talk about it a little bit more now. So, yeah, isn't he a bit of a dickhead? Benfica fans he hate him. Hate him. <laughs> like he's Why? obviously like... talented. He's obviously talented. I don't think he's as good as say like FIFA and Football Manager have rated him. Mm. When it comes to like his potential, I don't think he's actually been living that out for Benfica. But I I try as hard as I can to not take fan judgments into transfers because I fell victim to this when Bertrand Traore went to Aston Villa because he was abysmal for Leon. He ends up being fairly decent for Villa, but mm-hmm. Benfica fans hate him so much. Like it is absurd. And to be fair, like personality-wise, there's pretty good reason for it. So, as sort of a context behind him, he he didn't initially start out in the academy of Benfica. He started out in the academy of Sporting of Sporting Club, who are Benfica's rivals. And he eventually went to Benfica in their academy. He's sort of snake sporting in going to Benfica, and he came through at Benfica and didn't necessarily succeed. And well, Benfica have an established left back, Alejandro Grimaldo, who's very popular among Benfica fans. And mm-hmm. Tavares went Barcelona viral for a video where he criticized. Um, I think he said yeah. something like, "Why can't Grimaldo leave so I can shine?" Which Ooh, you don't yo. want to be saying that about a player who's beloved by your club's fans. And, and only that a player who is the best left back in Liga Nos, Alejandro. Grimaldo. Yeah. Like he's significantly My, better than Nuno Tavares. I'm not gonna lie. I really want to know what what happened in the locker room after that. <laughs> I hope someone punched him in the face. Oh, I mean, there was also another incident where he got a tattoo of a lion, which is the animal which is associated with Sporting Club. Who are? It was around the time when Sporting won the title, so that didn't necessarily go down with Benfica. Would go down well with Benfica fans. There's a few examples of him rumored to have been starting a fuss with the manager about playing time um just a lot of behind the scenes incidents that remind me a lot of what everyone was saying about Matteo Guendouzi and if Arsenal were supposedly selling Guendouzi which we'll get to in a minute and supposedly wanting to bring in a team of you know positive hard-working mentality players I don't know why they signed him to Tavares 
they need someone to replace Wayne Beasley, bro. They want a troublemaker. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. maybe they need the Yang to the Yin. Like, so this is what I... It's like the balance this, it out. This is what I don't understand. Isn't he a left back? He is a left back. He would be back up to Kieran Tierney. So yes, he is going from Benfica, where he does not start, to Arsenal, where he's not going to start. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, so... <laughs> you are not the only one who has called that, but that is a very good point. It's... I guess he's just sort of assuming that, okay, Arsenal are going to pay me more and Carantino has injury problems, so maybe I have a chance. Whereas Grimaldo is very consistent and has been very healthy. Mm. But, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Makes, uh, Pro- probably for the money. Probably for the money, yeah. Probably. probably for the money. All right, so what about the second move? So the second move is reportedly close for midfielder from Andorra named Albert Zambi Lukonga. Who I am much higher on than Nuno Tavares. <laughs> mm. So I think Arsenal, at least up until we address the elephant in the room, Arsenal have realized that they're going to have to operate a little bit of, of a lower scale. This sounds very ridiculous given that we're about to talk about Men White, but Arsenal have to operate at a little bit of a lower scale and be work smarter, not harder, so to speak. Now, Rosambi Okongo is a really good player for mm. his age. He's a midfielder who I think partnered Thomas Partey very well. I think he might be, at least given what the rumors are, might be more of a long-term buy than short-term buy, but he is a good player in his own right. He's the youngest captain in Anderlecht's history. Um, very composed on the ball, has the ability to sort of drop into defense and uh, carry the ball out or pass the ball out. He allows Thomas Party to get further forward, which he did very well for Atletico Madrid. And it does make sense in the long term. It's not a high fee. I have very little problem with it. It seems like a very smart purchase. Interesting, but I mean, I which guess I don't that, uh, usually associate with Arsenal. But I mean, well, I guess this question is uh, probably best after we discuss Ben White. But is that a prior- priority for Arsenal in this midfield? Because like, wouldn't the priority be, you know, getting a creative outlet since Odegaard? Odegaard is probably going back to uh, Real Madrid and not leaving. I, I don't mean, think I mean, yes and no. Because you, because also what I completely forgot about when I was talking with you about this earlier, Grant Jack is also leaving. Oh. He's oh, basically got one foot in Roma already. Why does Mourinho want to be Jaka? Everyone wants okay, Jaka. Let's let's be completely fair here. Grant Jack is a good player. <laughs> I think Grant Jack uh... is overrated. Grant Jack showed the Euros for Switzerland. He's a very good player. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Maybe, you know, just his association with Arsenal is dragging him down. It wouldn't be the first time that a player not very well loved at Arsenal has left Arsenal and succeeded (laughs) elsewhere. But essentially, when it comes to their Mm -hmm, need, mm -hmm. they do need a player to replace that position because they sold Kanduzi as well. And Samuel Konga, I think, is more of a long-term player for that position, but he is a player who can play that position and can par- partner Tom's party very well in a Mikel Arteta team that is also, like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, very rigidly attached to the 4-2-3-1. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, 4-2-3-1, right? Uh, what a formation. The best formation it's in... Make, making a comeback. Making a it's comeback. Making a comeback. <laughs> Bayern Munich and Making it back. a comeback. Well... <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, okay. Besides um, these two players, right? Anyone else rumored uh, for Arsenal? Besides... 
I mean, do you want to talk about Ben White now, or do you want to talk about everything else around Ben? Maybe let's talk about Ben White. There are a few around Ben White, but let's talk about Ben White. All right, Ben White, fifty million great bitters pounds for Brighton of Albion center back Ben White. All right, guys. I guess the question for both of you, for all three of us, right? Is this a smart move? The the question for all three of us is why? Yeah, (laughs) because it's not a smart move. And it makes zero sense to me. Well, it's tough because I really like Ben. I what I like Ben White. I think Ben White. No, ben White is, I think Ben White could a be a player. really good player. But, but you're paying he, fifty million pounds 50 million? for yeah, no. basically William Saliba. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, you, you, that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, right? Like you're paying, and the thing is, right? Aren't Arsenal supposed to scale down the operations? I mean, I thought they were. <laughs> Like, they're not playing in Europe. They're not going to get any money. And I thought they were going to say, "Okay, we're we have a limited, we have a limited working budget to deal with. We're going to spread this out over multiple players since we need multiple positions. We're probably going to sell smart. I think I think they're going to end up selling Lacazette. I think they're going to end up selling um, some more ancillary players around the team, and that's going to help mm. us build a team that's going to at least get us pushing back into the top six. No, we're just going to throw fifty million, fifty million at Ben White. <laughs> I mean, for that money, you probably could buy two centre backs, you know, two decent centre backs. You, know, you from probably could. Team. You know, you could, yeah, exactly. I get why yeah. they like Ben White because Arteta's system is so centered around a centre back that's able to bring the ball out from defence. That's why he played David Luiz so much, even if David Luiz had his <laughs> issues. Let's say defensively, <laughs> he played, I think, the most line-breaking <laughs> passes of anyone in that Arsenal team last season. Yeah. So that shows exactly what Arsenal are looking for in a center back. But at the same time, you have that William Sleeper already at the club. You don't need to pay 50 million pounds to get him back on loan from Nice. And mm. you just turn him and loan him out to Marseille and pay 50 million pounds for the exact same player. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, neither do I. And this seems like a sense. massive rush for Ben White. Like, he had a good season last year for Brighton, but I don't necessarily think he showed in the last two years for Leeds and Brighton that he's a 50 million pound center back. Uh, nah. I mean, the price is inflated because he's English, let's be honest. If he, yes, if exactly. he was, if he was, you know, some French dude playing in the game, 20 million tops. I mean, I mean that's, 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 that's a fact. That's probably what's, what they'll pay, right? I'm Googling oh. Wesley Fofana's transfer fee right now. I'm going to Oof. tell you how much. Yo. <laughs> Wesley Fofana went to Leicester for 36.5 million pounds. So a little more than half. Oh, Wesley Fofana is a better player than Ben White. And it's true. Probably not close. I don't know, man. I had a point on the I... tip of my tongue. I've completely forgotten it. <laughs> no, I think, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think. Uh... Well, okay, all right, okay. Let, let's 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 can or shelf the Ben White discussion for a bit, okay? Okay, just one, just one I, last point. There's a little bit more of my bias versus making a genuine point. This is why fans of European teams hate the Premier League. Why? Because we got uh, we got done with a summer of Arsenal underbidding for Husam Alvar. We're going to talk about it in a minute, but mm. Arsenal fans were saying, "Oh, you know, why won't Leon accept?" 30 million euros, 25 million euros for his Mauer. He clearly wants to go to us. You're a small club, yada, yada, yada. This is why, because you pay 50 million pounds for not that good players. 
<laughs> if Ben White is worth 50 million pounds, Wesley Fafana yeah. is worth 120. Like, let's just yeah, get no, this straight. You're right, you're right. Let's, let's, let's be honest, you're right, you're right. Like, it, this it, is it, why people hate the Premier League, because they, it's a league that constantly reinforces overpaying for players that aren't that good. Everton paid 45 million pounds for Gilfie Sigurdsson. That is a, that is a fee that I have to look into a mirror at myself and remind myself of every single day just to tell me that it's real. Gilfie is a good player. Right? People were talking a... about, what, 80, 90 million for Wilfred Zaha? Like, oh this my is why, God. Yeah, this yeah. Is why yeah. people hate the Premier League. Yeah, you're right. Because you're it's not, 20 not. teams that are absurdly rich than everyone, absurdly more rich than everyone else, demanding absurd prices for their players while demanding team, poor teams on the continent not accept market value for their good players. Like, this just reinforces that even more. Well, All right, rant over. The, we can move on. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Prem, man. Welcome to the Prem. Um, it's the best hey, league in the world. world. It's it's quicker. You know, Italy couldn't stand a chance against England because they play in the Prem versus Serie A. Harvard Yo. League, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's actually quite funny, but not gonna lie. Man. Well, I guess. Uh, hey, but hey, England made it to the final. Okay, before we get on, before we really dive, we're, we're not talking about Euros. We're not talking about Euros anymore. So, Kusumawa, all right, is he that creative genius that Arsenal need going up front? No, no, he's not that kind of player, right? If anything, no. he needs someone like Zielinski. Someone like Zielinski, not closer Zielinski, to that. Yes. Closer to that, right? Someone like. Uh, to be honest, if you can get that Odegaard, that would be fantastic. They're not getting Is that going to happen? Yeah, no. I mean, well, they might, if this whole rumor about Real Madrid wanting to buy Kylian Mbappe now is true, they might be able to get Odegaard off of them for a decent fate. But at least based on what Carl Ancelotti has said publicly, it sounds like he wants to make use of everyone in that Real Madrid team, and that includes Odegaard. And based on at least reading into between the lines of Odegaard's farewell message, it seems like he knows he's not coming back. So they're going to be in the market for a number 10. I don't think Alvar's that player because he's not a number 10. And he's a good player, mind. I think he's been a bit inconsistent in the last two years, but he's not a number 10. He's not going to be a player who gets 10, 15, 20 assists a season. He's not Mesut Ozil. And no, he isn't. he's not Martin Odegaard. I think he'd be a pretty good player to play next to Thomas Partey because it reminds me a bit of the double pivot that Alvar and Ndombele played for Leon. But mm. I don't think that's necessarily what Arsenal are looking for. They could end up still signing him and signing a number 10. This could be signed as a more short-term player in that position versus Sambi Okonga is more long-term player in that position. Mm. I mean, they've also Makes been sense. rumored to be bidding for Manuel Locatelli from Sassuolo, and he's a lot more in the mold of Valar than he is of the number 10. So they are looking in that position as well. It's just a question of are they going to be able to get the player that they want in that position? Because Tottenham also want Chris Malwa. Everyone so, wants your uh, Leon Talisman brother. Uh, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not necessarily true. <laughs> but you guys need to sell him, right? Probably. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. It's basically accepted he's leaving. It's just a question of how much money Leon can get for him. Which sort of led me to an interesting rumor. I think it was from the Daily Mail that said um, Spurs were offering in Nambele as part of a 
player plus money deal, or just a straight swap rather, which is oh, really oh. funny to me. <laughs> yeah, because like, didn't they buy? We're go- we're going to give you a better midfielder for Husamahar. <laughs> We're going to give you a better midfielder that we have no idea how to use for a slightly worse midfielder who we also have no idea how to use. That's basically <laughs> what that was. Yo, no, but I mean, I, I wouldn't put it past Spurs to do something like that because Spurs are a sinking ship. Yeah, they are a sinking ship. But, okay, back kids. to Arsenal. Back kids. to Arsenal. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask two of you an interesting question. Who do you think Arsenal can afford to play? Who do you think they can afford as a number 10? To, to sort of be that creative outlet. <laughs> if they're able to throw 50 million pounds at Ben White, it appears they can afford a fairly good player in that position. Probably, right? So, Rin, who do you think, man? Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the return of Aaron. He wants out of Juventus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Juventus I mean, would, be able, would be willing to take a fairly significant cut. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen him play at Juventus. He's not really he good. Yeah, not either, bro. Juventus' yeah. midfield is a dumpster fire, so. Yeah. But he was alright. I mean, Randy wasn't too bad at the Euros, right? It's okay. Decent. Still ahead, though. Yeah. He had one really good game at the Euros. Yeah. I mean, he was decent the rest of the time. Right. Ultimately, like he, Wales were just not that good of a team drawn into a group that they probably true. weren't going to advance from. But true. I think he had a true. decent Euros, but he's just not been good for you, though. True, true. Yeah. Okay, so, Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know about Ramsey, but I don't know. Could they even afford anyone? And, like, they're literally a mess, lah. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's a question of them affording Ramsey's transfer fee. It's just a question of how much, how attached Aaron Ramsey is to that um, wage bill he's getting at Juve. He's getting a fair bit, actually, right? He's getting a a decent chunk of change. Decent. He's making some money. And the tax laws in Italy are a little bit more lax than they are in the United Kingdom, so he's making a decent bit of that back. He's 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 getting living a good life. Living a good life, you know. Okay, so very very comfortable. How, how, okay, so Ramsey for Rin, and what about you, Zach? I would go with another formerly, or not currently on the shoulder, but formerly on the shoulder. I'll try and sign Nabil Fakir from Real Betis. Ooh, Nabil Fakir. Mm. But do you think Fakir would want to go to Arsenal, though? I mean, it beats playing for Betis. <laughs> fair, okay, that's fair. Um, that's he, fair. he clearly wanted to go to the Premier League. There's the now very famous failed move of his to Liverpool. Liverpool his value has yeah. plummeted dramatically because no one really knows whether his knees work like they used to before. Um, <laughs> but I still think he's a really good player on his day. I think he showed in spurts for Real Betis that he's still a very good player. I don't necessarily think he offers the passing ability that Odegaard offers, but he's a very good and very dynamic player with the ball at his feet. And he's he's the type of player that's able to turn with the ball and run at defenses and make things happen. And Arsenal don't necessarily have a lot of those. It's a team that's fairly stagnant, and I think that's a, lot, a pretty decent reason why they didn't score that many goals last season. Fact. So I think yeah. I think Fakir would be a good shout. He's also more creative than Awar is. So if they're intending for Awar to be the creative midfielder, you you might as well actually sign the for, the Leon creative midfielder, which. For the last several years, was not worth the care. Well, I guess only time will tell. Also, Arsenal will buy someone uh, completely uh, 
unrelated to that position. Odds are, they just, play odds are they just buy Ben White for 50 million pounds. And then when Arteta looks at the board and looks at Adu and says, hey, where's that number 10 that we wanted? He just shrugs his shoulders and says, Hey, Go you have Joe Willock. You know, you got Joe Willock. I mean, to be fair, Joe Willock. Throw Joe Willock in there if you can't afford anyone. He might be. He might be decent. I mean, he was pretty good at Newcastle last season, right? He scored a couple of goals, made a few assists. Who knows? I think he set know? a Premier League record for most consecutive games scoring a goal. Oh wow! Hey, you know, you have. Uh, no, I don't think he said. I think it was most consecutive games scoring the goal coming from the bench. From the bench, because Jamie Vardy. I think Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy yeah. holds that, yeah, that might be. permanent record. Um, who's that? Uh, so okay, so pro dribble like that, if if need be. Because I honestly, I don't think anyone wants to go to Arsenal at all. Because it's like like Rin said, you know, the club's in a mess. Man. Ben White wants to go to Arsenal. <laughs> Yo, there there it seems like they're entering the position that Everton was in for a while, where they don't necessarily have the draw of European football or the draw of competing for major trophies in the short term that draws top-level talent there. So they have to throw a lot more money at slightly worse players. And eventually that's <laughs> eventually that's going to spiral and it's going to lead to you signing Gilfie Sigurdsson for 45 million pounds. Someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson. <laughs> you're going to be sitting there with a lot of very bad contracts that you don't have the ability to move. And that's basically going to be a lead weight that's around, Arsenal sh- around Arsenal's ankles. So... If they don't do well soon and get back into contention for European places and contention for major trophies, because they, they're better than Everton were in the last five years, basically. They have the ability mm-hmm. to get back into it, but it's, no, it's, it's tough, looking a little, it's it has tough. the potential to be a little ropey for them. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's really uh, establishing themselves as a major top six side. They've basically uh, taken over Arsenal's spot. West Ham. I don't think they're going to be top six next season. Probably Especially not. Especially if Declan Rice leaves, they won't. Yeah, nah. But Jesse Lingard, you know, our boy Jesse Lingard. That being said, I said West Ham were going down last season. So, <laughs> <laughs> I keep Yo. saying things about West Ham that don't end up being true. You, you, you need to you need to cut some, you need to cut David Moyes on site, man. I know he wasn't the best manager at United, alright? We all share that pain, okay, of having Moyes as our manager. Alright? But it wasn't doing necessarily really... pain for me. No, I was okay. That's true. All right, but would you? I mean, he, would was you the, he was the wave of consistency in a sea of chaos for Everton for the last twenty years. So, have to give that's credit fair. for credit too. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But but will you hire Moyes to as opposed to Rafa Benitez? I mean, we almost did. <laughs> oh damn! Okay, well he signed. Clearly, he, I... The only reason he did is because he signed his contract extension at West Ham. But he was a very serious option. And then, Damn. somehow, Farid Mashiri settled on Rafa Benitez. He called his buddy Al Shirusmanov, who is very connected financially with Everton without legally being connected financially with Everton because, you know, Russia sanctions, things like that. Russia sanctions, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and ta-da, Rafa Benitez is Everton manager. Rafa Benitez, Everton manager. All right, okay. Um, anything else on Arsenal? I guess the only other major talking point is Mateo Gunduzi. Good riddance. Also, think, uh, they're, also they want they want to sign Aaron Ramsdale, but bah. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Yo, Aaron Ramsdale. Well, no, I mean, 
they need a new keeper that's for sure they uh, Arteta's probably kicking himself for letting Emi Martinez go what oh, a absolutely. man absolutely yeah without a shred of doubt they kept the wrong goalkeeper last time <sighs> they did they really did they really did oh, it's um, insane how he like evolved right it's, it's such a good story it, I'm so yeah. happy for him no, no, means the Copa America. Watching him talk now. crap to all the Colombia players during that penalty shootout in Copa America, <laughs> while saving three of them, that gave me life. <laughs> that was so Ooh. wonderful. I loved every minute of that. I mean, I guess we sort of talked about this in our previous podcast episode, but I'm going to reiterate it again. Emi Martinez is that final piece in that Argentina squad. You know, for for a long time they never had a world class goalkeeper. They finally had one. They finally have one, rather now. Yeah, what a player, yeah. man. Also happy for Messi. Finally yeah. got his... Finally got his trophy. Yeah, his trophy. All the haters can shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they'll still be haters. They're always haters. They're yeah. always haters, bro. But do you think, you know, Aaron Ramsdale would be... Uh, before we go to Gwendozi, because I think Gwendozi is a interesting topic to talk about, but... Do you think going Aaron Ramsdale is the fix for them? I don't think so. No. Well, I don't think so. Let's be fair. Aaron Ramsdale is a very solid shot stopping goalkeeper. He is. He is. He's. I. I think people have a stigma around goalkeepers that are on relegated teams, and they aren't necessarily the reason the teams go down. Aaron Ramsdale could do nothing about the fact that Sheffield United's defense was not that good. Yeah, you're right. And he still gave it their best effort to keep them up but he was fighting a losing battle. The same thing happened with Jordan Pickford when he left uh, Sunderland. Like, that Sunderland team was not good, but Jordan Pickford was the best shot-stopping goalkeeper in the Premier League that year, mainly because he faced the most shots of any Premier League goalkeeper that year. And while there were some bumps in the road, Jordan Pickford is England's number one. So it worked out well for him. It can work out well for Aaron Ramsdale. But I think the issue is they have a goalkeeper that's there there right now on Berlin, who's at least a fairly decent shot-stopping goalkeeper. But the issue is that he's terrible as a modern goalkeeper, as someone who needs to be good with his feet and good distributing the ball. And Aaron Ramsdale is also not that good in that regard. Yeah. And it's sort of interesting how they've shied away from Andre Onana, because it's basically accepted Andre Onana's leaving Ajax... And it seemed to be lined up well for him to go to Arsenal because it makes sense from his doping ban and being out until later this year, him wanting to go to the African Cup of Nations in January, that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. him going to a team that doesn't necessarily need a number one goalkeeper immediately seems to be in their best interests. And unless Arsenal have the desire to sell Bern Leno right now, they can deal with Andre Onana not being the main guy for nine months. Next two, yeah. And then have them come in after the Africa Cup of Nations and say, okay, let's see what we have here. And then in the summer, you make a decision, okay, are we going to sell Brent Leno or not? And I mean, that's basically what Leon are going to do, where if he, should he go to Leon, where he's going to be suspended until November. In January, he's going to go to the Africa, uh, Africa Cup of Nations. And in that time period, Anthony Lopes is going to be the starting goalkeeper at Leon. And then when he returns to from the Africa Cup of Nations, Leon are basically going to look at it and say, okay, Who's the better goalkeeper, Anthony Lopes or Andre Onana? And I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Onana because I think Onana is a better goalkeeper. And then should it yeah. be Onana, they're going to come to the end of the season and say, okay, Anthony Lopes, it's time to say goodbye. And ta-da, that's exactly what you should do in that situation. I don't know why Arsenal aren't doing that, especially when they're going to have to pay more to get Aaron Ramsdale, unless it means they're selling Brent Leno, in which case that does make sense. 
That was a very well, long-winded and overcomplicated answer. <laughs> no, but no, no. What do you call it? I, I, I get what you're trying to say. I get what you're trying to say. Um, I'm interested to find out to hear from Rin, I guess. Rin, who do you think, uh, at least with regards to uh, decent goalkeeping options out there right now? I don't. I, I, I honestly Rin, don't know. Fix who... Arsenal. Do it. Yeah, fix Arsenal. Rin. Who do you <laughs> think? All right. Uh, fix two decades uh, of structural incompetence. <laughs> Uh, bro, I don't know, man. Arsenal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah, who's you, available. You... you know, Kepa will be a good shout. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shouting at Kepa would be a good shout. Yes, shouting <laughs> at Kepa. I think. Uh, I don't know. Is Begovic still in the game? Begovic to Everton. Everton. Yeah, going to go to Everton. You know who would you know, be perfect for He apparently for lost right all now? of his hair too. I saw a picture of him the other day. <laughs> playing in the championship killed that man. Oh no. <laughs> playing playing for Eddie Howe with his lack of defending must be so stressful. That man had a full head of hair when he was playing for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shame. That's a that's a real shame, man. Man man had a, yeah, he had a decent decent amount of hair back in the day, huh? Uh, what to do? What to do? You know, you know who maybe I, they could Maybe they could get uh oh, his name is evading me. Uh PSG's go- second goalkeeper right now. Not Navas, right? Yeah, they could, get, they could get Navas, he needs a job. They yeah. could get Navas. Even Navas. Though it appears that PSG want Navas and Donnarumma on the team together, which is incredibly stupid in my mind, but whatever. They could get Ariola. Yeah. PSG's third goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> he was on loan last season. Oh, he was on loan. Yeah, he was on loan, yeah. Yeah. Either one of you those know, two, you know. I'm going to shout out a name here, guys. And this is probably a realistic, realistic transfer, right? Sergio oh, Romero. Oh, okay, yeah, to be fair. That's realistic. Yeah. He's out of contract, isn't he? He's out of contract. All right, it's a free signing. Stan Kroenke, you know, Arsenal's owner is going to be like, yes, <laughs> I don't have to pay a single tra- diamond transfer fee. And they might have um, to pay a bit in wages. <laughs> a bit, you know, it's not too bad, all things considered. But I, I mean, I believe the man's, uh, yeah, man's still a free agent. I, so I honestly I guess, think, I guess the benefit yeah. of why they wanted someone like Ramsdale is because Ramsdale's still very young. And Sergio Romero and Carol Navas are both in their thirties. But, but I mean, know, I they, guess... need, they need to fix it la, as soon as Yeah, possible. they need to fix it. A short term fix is better than having Leno there. Leno, Leno needs to go. He is not. <laughs> Yo, Leno's going to let in a lot of goals. Let's be honest, right? He's not suited to the Prem. He's not suited to modern football. All right, I'm sorry, Leno. I, I said it. Okay, I put it in that way. He's not suited to modern football. All right, he's made a calamity of errors in the Bundesliga. He's made a fair few of them in the Premier League. He has to go. <laughs> it's thing I say until they find someone else signing someone in Romero and playing him regularly would be a shout if one thing is certain if Romero plays against United he's probably going to keep a clean sheet United because <laughs> players... he's pissed at them <laughs> yeah probably you know like exactly so pissed and... at them <laughs> I, I he should just think... let him sign for us man what you have he to do should have just... guy. hey you know you should thank us you know if, if, if it wasn't for for us preventing that move Jordan Pickford wouldn't have played as many minutes as he did I mean, because to be fair, I think it was, it, was Rob, it was us signing Robin Olsen, giving a legitimate challenger to Jordan Pickford that led him to actually be competent. 
So yeah, I think Sergio Romero would have provided the same thing. But true, at true, least true. Romero would have been a, pay- a player we have to pay wages for for multiple seasons, whereas Olsen was alone. Yeah, true. And honestly, I do think that Romero would... Uh, I mean, I guess man, man has experience on this, bro. He is a Europa League winner. Something that Arsenal aren't. So... Sorry. Uh, the noted Europa League title, that's something that yeah. Manchester United can definitely brag about since you, you can't even win you know, Europa League finals anymore. You know, yo, 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 you don't need to do us dirty like that, all right? Okay? Champions of Europe. Champions of Europe. Also, you know, like, that season, I, I don't know whether you guys remember, but that season, you know, Romero is a treble winner with United as well. He won the <laughs> EFL Cup, uh, the Europa League. <laughs> Community shield, man. Alright, how the, 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 the mighty travel, fallen. The travel under Mourinho, alright? Okay. <laughs> you also want to FA Cup, I'm still angry about how Leon messed up that semi final against Ajax that year. Yeah, you guys could have won us. We only needed one goal. Yeah, you guys could have won us in the final, man. Alright, but I think Romero, that's my, my money is on Romero for Arsenal. I think if, if Arsenal smart enough, I don't think they are, they would, have, they would sign someone like Romero. Oh, not someone like Romero. Sign Romero. You know, he's free. He's available. Just give him a job. Give him, man. Give him a job, man. Yeah, man, it's a job. <laughs> like, the poor guy just wants Lil Wizard. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sign Lee Grant. <laughs> Lee Grant. <laughs> Boy, the best, best, our best uh, local leader, bro. Top, top dog. Top dog leading the... Uh... Yeah, man. Top dog, please. <laughs> sign sign back right. Oster. So you can put his GoPro in the back of the goal at, um, at the Emirates. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be honest, right, that would be very, very interesting blog content. I'm gonna lie, man, he, man, he's man. not allowed to, unfortunately. But oh, is he not allowed to anymore? He's not allowed to in the Premier League because uh... of uh, TV rights. Done it. Really want to cheap skates. Cheap skates. Okay, Gwendozi. Alright, let's talk He has left. For the context for people, he has left on loan to Olympic de Marseille. Marseille have an obligation to buy for I believe it's around 11 million pounds or 11 million euros I forget which yeah that's peanuts man. but it's pretty cheap yeah <laughs> I know peanuts. that I know that Arsenal at least of the rumor obligation to buy Arsenal would narrowly be making a profit on him but still I, I, I guess the question is oh, sorry what are you saying do you guys read team I do do you think yeah. it's good I think he's pretty damn good. Under the right yeah. manager, yes. Not under oh, yeah, he, he was really good for to Berlin. He was, nice. I believe, the captain of the French U21 team. Like, he's yeah. verifiably very good. <laughs> he yeah, plays a position that Arsenal are now in need for because Grand Jack is leaving. <laughs> yeah, which I don't get. I don't understand why, why they let uh, Gwendozi leave, you know. And I, think I thought he was a pretty good player. If it is supposedly because he's a brat, because Arteta hates his attitude, because him and Arteta have fallen out, that's fair enough. But it then begs the question, why did you sign Nuno Tavares? If, atti- if attitude of your players are so incredibly important. No, to be honest, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. Maybe because he just has personal beef with Genduzi, uh, bro. Maybe it is a personal thing. Maybe their relationship is irreparable. Which that would be very unfortunate for Arsenal if that's true, because you just lost a very good player for not a lot of money. It's sort of like Wilfred's are high Moyes, right? No, we're not saying Gonzuzi got two <laughs> relations with any relatives of the North out of here, but 
<laughs> Yo, allegedly, I don't think allegedly. We're sprinkling a lot of allegedly's on there. <laughs> no, but like my point exactly in the sense that you have a really young, and you have a hot prospect who who, who who's going to probably fill that position in which you need Grant Saka to say thing. This man probably, if he had stayed at Arsenal, the go-to guy for the next what six seven years, if anything, probably. Right? I mean, let's not probably, forget, Gendouzi right? got a call up to the French senior national team through his performance with Arsenal. But he hasn't represented a senior team yet, right? He got called up to it. I don't believe he's been capped. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, he got called up in 2019 to replace Paul Pogba, who was injured apparently. Yeah, it was injury replacement for Paco. That's right, that's right. Against Albania and Dora. Interesting, but he was an unused substitute in both matches. Oh, yeah, I remember those games. <laughs> Do you think Marseille. Do Marseille need someone like a Dizzy? Yes. Well,. Marseille are doing something that I think might end up being very dumb because they're basically just signing a brand new team. And that's not necessarily advisable for a team that are in as much debt as Marseille are with as, let's say, not reputable of an owner as Frank McCord is. But in the same sense, Matteo Ganduzzi would be their best midfielder, like by a country mile. And it's sort of funny that he ends up at Marseille because his career or at least the early part of his career was built around a grudge he developed towards PSG when they terminated him from the PSG Academy like one of his best stories from his youth development was I believe he was playing for Lorient and they played PSG in the French mm-hmm. Youth Cup final and he put out a man in the match performance against PSG and Lorient won the cup and now he's going to play for PSG's biggest rivals <laughs> man, so he's now yes, finally he found a community that hates PSG just as much as he is <laughs> So he's going to be an icon. He's going to be an icon in... Uh, he could be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's got... I think he's got that... Not shithouse mentality about him, but he's got that mentality about him that I think resonates really well in Marseille. It's a lot of what made... Um, players like Andre Pirjit and Yaka really watched by Marseille fans. Now, it has the knock-on effect of basically chasing Bubakar Kamara out of the club. And Bubakar Kamara is a very, very good player. And I think Marseille are going to miss him. But bringing in a player like Ganduzi, should they be able to remain financially solvent, <laughs> which is a big if, is big if. a very good move in that regard. <laughs> I think Marseille's midfield next season is going to be fairly decent if they gel together and if Jorge Sampaoli is able to get the team singing from the same hymn sheet, so to speak. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. You know, end of the day, new season is approaching soon. That's, there's still some time, right? I guess what a month uh, from now. What Probably is, a month. About a month, I think. About a month from now, and I mean, I guess until then, we'll we'll, we'll have to contend with the Singapore Premier League until <laughs> the European top flight returns to action. Just a few quick headlines to run through before we get yes. to Singapore. Olivier Giroud's going to Milan. Good for him. Very good. Yeah. He'll uh, be back up. Yeah, and I, I was going to say, it's be interesting to see how, if ever, you know, if Giroud and Zlatan play up front because that team oh would have no goodness. pace. <laughs> no pace at all. 4 2 lob the ball into the box for Giroud and Zlatan. <laughs> Peace, 20. Milan are desperate. 20. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman probably can 
<laughs> probably get a heart attack. I mean, we saw we saw Italy win the Euros with a center back pairing that had a combined age of like sixty eight. So that's we true. can see Yo, Milan true. potentially win Serie A with a forward line of combined age of at least seven, nearly seventy. <laughs> Yo, that's 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 insane, man. How how old is Latan right now? He's thirty nine, right? Lat- thirty eight. I think he's 30. He's going to be 40 in October. He's 39. Yeah. What? He's going to be 40 in October, bro. Olivier Giroud is 34. 35. So, he oh, he'll wow. be, he'll turn 35. So, he'll have a combined age of 75. 35 in September. Whoa. Yo, that's... <laughs> I mean, he's a good Yo. backup option for Zlatan. Zlatan did have some injury issues this past year. He is nearly a 40-year-old man, even if he is the indomitable lion that is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's true. It's true. I mean, didn't a man have a pretty good uh, goals games ratio? He's, he's still, he still has a good... No, a Zlatan. Oh, Zlatan. Yeah, he did. He was really good. Yeah, he's got like 15 goals in 19 games this year. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> And he at least okay. gives, and Giroud at least gives them a more type-to-type player to replace Zlatan mm-hmm. should Zlatan get injured. And they don't have to rely on Rafael Leal or, or Ante Rebic, who are, especially uh, Rebic, who are very good players in their own right, but just aren't, you have to change the system in order to make them work as a striker. Because Milan, like United, and like Arsenal, play 4-2-3-1. <sighs> which, has to fo- which has to focus around... A striker like Zlatan or like Giroud. Yeah. The They've best, also, uh, I believe they're also close to signing Nikola Vlasic from Seska Moscow, who is formerly an Everton player. So, oh, yeah. Premier League connection. Premier League connection, man. Men's uh, trying to build some <laughs> FIFA chemistry uh, <laughs> up. Nikola Quite Vlasic honestly, is a very good signing on FIFA career mode, let me tell you. I think the man's got like 86 potential and he's got five star weak foot as a can. Dude, dude, right. fly. What about him in real life? I mean, he's he was really good for Seska Moscow. I mean, that's for Seska Moscow, but he's still a pretty good player. I think he could, I mean, him going to Everton sort of derailed his career, but I think he can get it back on track. I think he's still pretty young. Interesting. Very interesting. I think he went to the Euros with Croatia. He's, he's only 23. Oh wow! Well, I guess I mean hopefully he does well, and uh, well hopefully he goes to Milan and hopefully he does well. Yeah, uh, zero. Some more okay. quick headlines to fly through a little quicker. The uh, yes, summer of financial struggle in Ligue 1 is not necessarily true unless you're Leon because uh, the Christophe Galtier era has begun well at Nice. They have signed Melvin Bard from Leon, Calvin Stangs from Azdaltmar. And I believe they're close to signing Justin Clivert from Roma. I think he's that. Mm-hmm. Is Roma or Leipzig? I can't remember which. And then um, Myron Boadu is close to moving from Azadalmar to Monaco, and Kamaldine Sulemana is close to moving to Rennes from, I believe, Midtjylland. Is the club he's playing for? Ah. So that's some, that's some young, exciting talent going to Ligue 1. Maybe there actually will be a title race next season. May- hey. I, I maybe. <laughs> Leon probably won't be involved in it, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, as I, as I brought up before, Alex Tellez has been linked to Roma and Inter. 
don't know if United are actually going to move on those rumors. I'm sorry, Vicar, I might have interrupted you. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, for all you know, Yon might actually win it because everyone else is contending with European football. I mean, I said, don't have we said that last season. Well, Leon are in the Europe League. Oh, yeah. Leon are also <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, Leon uh, are in Europe. Yeah, yeah, well, good luck to you guys, man. I think, I mean, I think there, you guys there is it. potential because we actually have a semi-competent manager now for the first time. In, you do? You do? I don't know, since since Gerard Houllier left. <laughs> and there's some young players who could break into the first team. There's potential for this to be pretty good. But I'm not I'm, I'm not too optimistic in the short term. Well, it's good not to be optimistic, man. All right. Oh, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just be... Uh, you know, take take every victory. Uh, just just embrace the darkness. <laughs> that's right. Embrace the darkness, and then like uh, celebrate every victory to, it's, as if it's your last. Right? Okay. We're, we're gonna like somehow, we're gonna like somehow smash Marseille five nil. Carlos Okocombi's gonna have a hat trick. It's gonna be great. <laughs> if that happens, right? <laughs> that's really really great. Not gonna. Happen. I mean, we got we got we keep producing prodigal talent. It's gonna be okay. The well never That's dries true. up with Leon. That's true. Your academy is one of the best in the world. And then, well, and I mean, the final, I say... the final move, just to highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, former final captain now, Stephen Berghaus, has moved to Ajax. Ooh, which, interesting. You know, Feyenoord and Ajax are two, you know, totally rational clubs that have a very friendly and amicable relationship that is not buried in decades of anti-Semitism or any other wait, <laughs> violence or hatred. Yo, <laughs> They're wait, totally two rational fan bases. We're totally going to look at this move and react in a very rational fashion. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's, 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 let's rewind here a bit. I didn't know if I know uh, uh, you know, tugging on the anti-Semitic uh, tones. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very complex conversation that can be devoted an entire podcast to. Basically, you know, Amsterdam is a city that has a very large Jewish connection and Jewish a very yeah. large Jewish population prior to World War II. Then World War II happened. <laughs> and Ajax as a club were very connected to that Jewish population because their old stadium used to be in a predominantly Jewish neighborhood. Jewish area, and yeah. the away fans had to walk through that Jewish neighborhood to get to Ajax's old stadium. So the Ajax fans adopted that personality to themselves. You can see Ajax fans holding Israeli flags during games. They sing Papa Nagila. They're, they call themselves super, super Jews. So it's sort of very intrinsically connected to the identity of the club. On the other hand, a lot of clubs that don't like Ajax tug on that idea and sing some fairly derogatory at times chants about Jewish people. But makes sense. Makes sense. I guess it's given sort of that... complicated because there've been, you know, like they talk to like Feyenoord fans or Pace Bay fans, and they say. And they say, you know, when you sing about Jews, are you, do you actually hate Jewish people? And they say, like, no, I'm perfectly fine with Jewish people. But when I say Yoden, I'm referring to Ajax fans and not Jewish people. All right. But Yo, there's also people who are referring to Jews when they say Jewish people. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, it's like, oh, so wow. So it's a very, very complex Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Like you said, you know, that's all people. It, it's going to be totally it. rational. It's going to be totally fine. I think the first uh, Declassicare next season is on Stephen Berghaus's birthday, so that's going to be totally fine, totally rational. Things are going to be no. okay. <laughs> no. No. You're, uh, you're joking. I'm actually going to Google it because I want to know if it's the one that's in Rotterdam or if it's the one in um, uh, in Amsterdam. Oh, His birthday is on December 19th. 
and they are going to be playing it at uh, you know? I hope it's at Amsterdam December 19th <laughs> it's at Takai oh my god is it it's, in, it's in Rotterdam it's in Rotterdam oh, that's god, not gonna no, end well that's not no that's not gonna end well it's probably not gonna oh come on board oh, oh no bro uh, let's okay. Let's hope for the best. Yeah. Uh, so if we're if we're talking about the summer of snakes, where you know Hakanchal and Ogbu goes from AC Milan to Inter, uh, Gigi Donnarumma leaves Milan for PSG, Steven Berghaus left Feyenoord for Ajax. Oof, uh, man's, man's oh, gonna goodness. man's gonna regret that decision. I don't think he will. He just needs I to. I mean, he'll, he'll probably play. be fine. He'll probably win a few probably more trophies. He'll get to play in the Champions League. <laughs> probably. He'll, yeah, he'll, probably. he'll deal with it. He'll just have to not ever go back to Rotterdam ever again. I think he can live with that. Man, man, man probably can live with that. And hope I he think. doesn't run into any Feyenoord fans that don't live in Rotterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him taking the train or the bus and a bunch of Feyenoord fans are bros. Do you know who that is? <laughs> man, he gets mugged. He, he, he's going to avoid whatever city Feyenoord are in. For the rest of his life, if Feyenoord are playing away in Europe, that is the city that he will not be in. <laughs> Yeah, I know, probably, probably, probably. Okay, but I guess, uh, are there any other transfer news that you like to uh, quickly that's run all, through? That's all. What a, what a great Ooh. way to end it. <laughs> what a great way to end it.